Welcome to Kids Considered, where two pediatricians discuss children's health topics of interest to parents in a podcast with new subjects considered every episode. I'm Dr. Lena Vanderlist. And I'm Dr. Dean Blumberg. And we're both pediatricians at UC Davis Children's Hospital in Sacramento, California. Let's hear about this episode's topic. Hi, my name is Shyla, and I'm calling from Sacramento. Um, my stepsister has two young kids, ages three and five, and um, my niece is actually having a birthday party soon. And so the topic of sodas and artificial sweeteners um, came to mind. And so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about um, how safe the artificial sweeteners are um, and how it either impacts or doesn't impact obesity. And then I'm also remembering that in college I had a professor um, – in chemistry who was talking about all the artificial sweeteners and how he didn't think they were necessarily safe, but then had said aspartame was um, because it's the one in Diet Coke. So I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about artificial sweeteners and what we know about their safety for kids. Oh, man, this is a subject I did not know much about at all, Uh I have to be honest, but really important and interesting. It is. And she brings up a lot of issues with the, you know, about there's different artificial sweeteners and is one better than another? And what about obesity? The ones are okay and the things that you consume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like Diaco. So there are so many sugar substitutes these days and a lot of low calorie food and drinks available. Plus, we've talked about all the concerns there are about obesity. And so this could be a really good help in sort of preventing obesity, right? Theoretically, yeah, but there's a lot of issues with these artificial sweeteners that we need to explore first. Okay, that's sweet. Let's get to it. (laughs) That's sweet. So first, we need to be clear about what we're talking about. Artificial sweeteners or sugar substitutes, right? Yeah, they're also called non-nutritive sweeteners, and they were introduced more than 60 years ago. Oh, that's a long time ago. Mm -hmm. These mimic the taste of table sugar, also called sucrose, without adding calories, which theoretically seems like a good idea. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of them. How many can you name? Well, there's aspartame, which she mentioned, and then stevia, right? Uh Yeah. Um, What else? There's saccharin. Um, okay, that's an old one. No yeah. wonder you remember that one. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. And then there's um, Neotame. That's in Sunny D or Sunny Delight, the orange flavored drink. I used to love Sunny D. It's like a fake orange juice. <laughs> uh-huh. Then there's um, Asasulfame, potassium, and that's in SlimFast, Pedialyte, and several diet sodas. Oh, wow. I didn't know Pedialyte wasn't sweetened with sugar. I obviously have to start reading the ingredients more frequently. Uh-huh. There's sucralose, and that's in lean pockets and some diet sodas like Diet Mountain Dew. So we know our teenagers like the quick quick food in the Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, Lohan Guo, which is in some Celestial Seasonings proje- products, and it's also called monk fruit. Is it a fruit? Is it monk fruit? Yeah. Yeah, it's derived from that. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And I guess there were a lot more artificial sweeteners than I had thought originally. So some of these are synthetic and some occur in nature. And then in terms of sugar itself on an ingredient label, sugar may appear under as many as 50 names. So just regular sugar or the artificial sweeteners? Regular sugar. Oh, interesting. Well, that even makes it more confusing. (laughs) It's hard to figure all this stuff out. So that sugar and sweetness is really not... Not as straightforward as we thought. (laughs) No, it's not. So some artificial sweeteners or sugar substitutes have a few calories, so they're not all zero-calorie products. Right. So sometimes they'll be used, they'll be like low-calorie products because they'll add like four calories or something like that. 
So even though there are nuances, we'll call them artificial sweeteners for this episode. Right. They're in so many of the foods we eat. They're, from, they're in drinks and chewing gum and many food items. More than 10,000 commercial products contain sugar substitutes. And the number of consumer products containing these agents has tripled over the past four or five years. That's a lot. These are all zero or low-calorie products or labeled as diet products. I've also seen sugar substitutes in non-fat or low-fat diet products. Right, because if you take the flavor out by removing the fat, which has so much good flavor, then you have to add back in the flavor somehow. And a lot of companies are doing this by adding extra sugar or sweetness. So kids are exposed to these agents a lot in a variety of products. In addition to food items commonly consumed by teens that we talked about, younger kids have seen them in their school lunches with jelly, jams, yogurts, puddings, and fruit cups. At least 25% of children in the U.S. consume artificial sweeteners, and 80% of them do it on a daily basis. Wow. So artificial sweeteners should theoretically result in less obesity since they have fewer calories, right? And that's that's the theory, right? It makes so much sense. But yeah. let's take a look at the evidence to see if this is actually happening. So over the short term, substituting artificial sweeteners for sugar may reduce weight gain and even result in a small amount of weight loss. How much weight loss are we talking about? Like a pound or two? Not very much. That's right. It's really not much. And then there are studies that link artificial sweeteners to weight gain. And why would people be gaining weight eating these things? So the theory is that their use may result in changes in appetite and taste preferences. They are between 180 and 20,000 times sweeter than sugar. So consuming them may result in reducing sensitivity to sweetness, overstimulating the sweetness receptors of the taste buds, and creating like a new normal, what you think is like a new normal level of sweetness that was higher than what you had before. Right. Kids get used to eating sweeter foods, and then they expect and they eat more sweets. It really, it really like creates a sweet tooth. It's like a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. And then the foods that are less intensely sweet, like fruit, doesn't taste as good to them. And foods that are not sweet, like vegetables, might not taste good at all. Right. So the like a vegetable might like taste actually bad once they're like used to that like high level of sweetness. And then the overall result is that they're consuming foods with more calories and higher calories. And then this, if you think about this as being the a theory, would result in kids becoming overweight or obese. And really, that's just the opposite of what one might expect with low-calorie or diet products. So let's go back to the kid who might be overweight and parents want them to have a low-calorie diet. Okay. Isn't there a place for these low-calorie products and diet soda? Sure, yeah. I mean, diet soda is going to be better than regular soda, but there's something even better than diet soda. And that is? Water or milk or something like that. That's yeah. better than diet soda, right? Definitely. It's like we talked about in our juice episode right. that really we don't recommend juice, that water or milk is what we should be drinking. Absolutely. Another danger is that artificial sweeteners result in a disconnect between associating sweetness with caloric intake, and that may result in craving more sweets or eating more, which is similar to what we talked about. So it seems like it should be so simple to associate diet products with weight loss, but clearly it's not. And artificial sweeteners may also affect the gut microbiome. Right. That's the regular or friendly bacteria that are in everybody's intestines. And these changes can affect blood sugar levels in a bad way, leading to metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance, diabetes, weight gain, and obesity. 
Right. And we just want to emphasize that this isn't proven yet, but these are, we have these concerns and there's some evidence that, that this is happening. So we do have these concerns. We should talk more about how artificial sweeteners impact nutrition. Good idea, because we generally think of natural food products as better than artificial ones. For example, yogurt have less nutritional value than yogurt sweetened with berries. Right, and the same goes for drinks. Sweetened sodas or other drinks have less nutritional value than the more natural counterparts. So are we recommending like regular sugar-containing foods then? Well, no, but more like natural foods. So sugar isn't all bad. So sugar is naturally found in fruit. But then when it's in fruit, it's in a very nutritious package. It's high in fiber, it's, it's high in vitamins, it's low in fat. And so it's a much better way to consume that sugar rather than having it be separate. Right. But added sugar may result in rapid increases in blood glucose and insulin. Right, and we know that this can lead to increased generalized inflammation, and that increases the risk for diabetes, heart disease, and other chronic illnesses. And there were concerns that these products were also linked to cancer. Well, yeah, and I remember those concerns. In the 70s, saccharin was linked to bladder cancer in laboratory rats. And what they did was they they fed those rats like an extraordinary amount of saccharin. So they did human studies and they found to have no no cancer link. I was not born yet at that time, but you were probably wearing bell bottoms listening to disco. Is that right? I, I did. I had some nice striped purple bell bottoms, and um, and I've hidden <laughs> all the photographic evidence of that. Plus, you won't be seeing the afro that I had then. No, you didn't. I did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did. I'm sure you have photographic evidence. I of do. That. I do. But it, it is it is well hidden. <laughs> <laughs> We've also heard concerns that artificial sweeteners are linked to attention deficit hyperactive disorder, or ADHD, as well as some birth defects or even lupus. Yeah, I've heard that too, but there's no scientific evidence of this. Okay, that's good to know. Well, one of the problems with these products is that labeling is not consistent at all. No, so manufacturers aren't required to specify how much of an artificial sweetener is in a product. So it's just listed in like that paragraph of ingredients on the back. Right. So it's required to be listed on there, but not how much. And so this is important. And the reason it's important is that the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration in the U.S., they've set daily intake limits for these artificial sweeteners. Right. And they're weight-based. And there's a link to the FDA limits on our website. We'll post that. Mm -hmm. So for example, for a 40-pound child, they would reach the limit if they drank four 12-ounce cans of diet soda per day, which is a lot. Yeah, that's a ton. Uh, yeah, I hope that, no 40-pound child is doing that. Yeah, so that's equivalent to 24 packs of aspartame. Wow, that is a lot. But how can you know if your child's artificial sweetener consumption is below the appropriate level if you don't even know how much they're taking in? Exactly. So that's why we need it listed on the ingredients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This has hindered artificial sweetener research because we don't know. We don't know, but we have all these theoretical concerns that we've talked about. Yeah, but it's really challenging to study when we don't know how much kids are consuming each day. And so that's why we still don't know about the long-term safety of artificial sweeteners in children. So what is the bottom line with artificial sweeteners in kids? Are they good, bad, neutral? Yeah, so we've talked about the possible benefits of using these low or zero calorie products to limit weight gain or aim for weight loss. But the benefits are really minimal. Right, a pound or two. So then we've also talked about the theoretical long-term risks, which have yet to be studied. Artificial sweeteners are used in many processed and packaged foods, which are convenient, but are not the most nutritious choices. Right. Whole foods are better, even though we understand that they take more time to prepare, plus there's more planning involved. 
On the other hand, healthy foods may be less expensive than processed or packaged foods. All right, there's there, there's that. Mm-hmm. And if you plan your meals ahead of time, you can freeze or, you know, meal prep, and then you have nutritious homemade meals ready all week. Right, so a lot of people do all that on the weekends, and then they have all everything all set during the week. Mm-hmm. And this will be less work during the week when there's less time for food preparation. Right. We also mentioned that we think artificial sweeteners are safe if consumed within limits. But it's really not possible to measure the daily intake because of inadequate labeling. Right. So our conclusion is that parents should limit their child's artificial sweetener consumption. Plus, we want more studies of artificial sweeteners so that we can be more definitive, either to be more strongly to avoid them or to be reassured. Right. We should also mention that some artificial sweeteners can actually be dangerous to a very small percentage of children. Yeah, so children with um, PKU, an abbreviation for phenylketonuria, which is a rare inherited metabolic condition. Right, they can't break down the amino acid phenylalanine, which is used to make aspartame. And these children are usually diagnosed at birth and should avoid aspartame. And that's why foods and beverages are required by law to state on the label if there's aspartame included. Yeah, I'm glad that they've done that for safety, at least. Yes. So let's summarize the main points about artificial sweeteners. There are many artificial sweeteners, and they are used in a variety of manufactured food products and drinks. Children in the U.S. commonly consume artificial sweeteners. But we're still unsure about the long-term health effects of artificial sweeteners. They're a lot sweeter than regular sugar. And this may result in appetite and taste preferences changes. There's also the possibility that they can affect the gut microbiome, which can lead to changes in blood sugar, diabetes, and even obesity on its own. Because of the limited benefits of artificial sweeteners. And the theoretical long-term risks. We recommend that parents limit their children's consumption. Until we have better studies regarding safety. We also encourage parents to always read food product labels. So that they know what their kids are eating. And as always, we encourage parents to focus on a fresh, whole food-based diet for the entire family. Parents can always go to eatright.org for helpful meal and snack ideas that the whole family can enjoy. And we've posted a link to eatright.org on our website. So let's get back to the phone call question that um, Shyla had about her niece's um, upcoming birthday party. Yeah, so sounds like we should encourage to read the labels. You know, there's at birthday parties, like all rules are off. So there's going to be like soda, candy, cake. And we know that that's a special occasion. So it's not an everyday occurrence. It's not everyday, but you could still provide water and milk. Water and sparkling water. Or sparkling like water. those are really popular among kids these days. Mm-hmm. So um, we definitely want to read labels, try and avoid artificial sweeteners if possible. Mm-hmm. And in terms of her professor's comment about aspartame being okay. We respectfully disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we would like to thank senior outpatient dietitian Stacy Collins, um, Clinical Nutrition Services at UC Davis Children's Hospital for reviewing this topic, although Dr. Lena and I take responsibility for any errors or misinformation. And that reminds me of a joke. Uh Uh-oh. Did you hear about the sweet tooth who went to the dentist? No. So they needed a filling, so the dentist asked what kind of filling they wanted. And they said? Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, actually. That's not, that's not one of your worst. That's not, yeah. 
Uh, so do you try and avoid artificial sweeteners? I used to drink um, diet sodas all the time until um, a few years ago. And I started hearing all these issues about how, you know, they, they change your taste preferences. They make you think you're drinking sweet stuff. It makes you crave more sweet stuff. And I don't do that anyway. But I thought, why why bother? Why bother? Yeah. Why bother? I'm the same. Like, on the very rare occasion that I will drink a soda, which is maybe every other month or something, I do tend to go diet for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just like tricking my brain thinking it's better or what, but maybe I should just go for the full-on Coke next time. <laughs> well, one of my colleagues used to say, she, she swore by diet soda. She always said it's empty calories <laughs> if you have a diet soda, you know, or, or if you have a non-diet soda, it's empty calories because you're just drinking the sugar. So to go for diet so that you can save yourself and have like a donut or something instead. You know, <laughs> that's have, have not a, the have right... Have a real calorie. Yeah, that's not the right frame of mind with this, but yeah. more to come. That wraps up this episode of Kids Considered. You can find more information on our website, kidsconsidered.ucdavis.edu. Follow us on Twitter at Kids Considered. And Instagram at Kids Considered. If you have feedback on this show or topics you would like us to discuss in the future, we would love to hear from you. Please call us. Our number is 916-915-3388. Or email us at kidsconsidered at gmail.com. Please rate us on iTunes or wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we hope you will join us for our next podcast. Kids Considered is sponsored by UC Davis Children's Hospital. 